Welcome to the Pool Nation podcast, where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting or splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. We talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. Now let's welcome your host with over a decade of industry insider experience and still the reigning champion of Marco Polo, Edgar De Jesus, and his co-host, John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, and Zach the Pool Boy Nicholas. Welcome, everyone, to the Pool Nation Live podcast with myself, your host, Edgar De Jesus. And yes, I am the reigning champion of Marco Polo, along with John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, and the famous Zach, the pool boy, Nicholas. Today, we talked to Chris Galvan, owner of Blu-ray XL. We listened to his journey from Pool Pro to creating the product Blu-ray XL, and we answer your questions about the Blu-ray XL product. I want to welcome everyone to our live podcast, the podcast where it's all pool talk, and we ain't talking about netting and jetting or splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. And yes, we will talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. But before we get started today, I want to thank our sponsors for this podcast, the Ultimate Pool Tools, the SPPA, PoolInvoice.com, Blu-ray XL, and our newest sponsor, John, Aquastar Pool Products. We want to thank them for their continued support. John, good evening. Good evening. It's kind of, it's always weird doing these podcasts in the evening time, right? You know, you're just a little off. So I don't know as far as background noise, what's going to happen. It's going to be up in the air. So you guys might hear some weird noises with the family that I have. So I want to apologize. Are we going to hear that Doverman kind of sound like a little Chihuahua again? <laughs> no, I'm glad I was muted when you first started. He started barking like crazy right now, but I told him to shut up. He's a good boy. So I do have to tell you, John, that I told Chris, hey, make sure that you kind of go into a really quiet place i can see he's like locked himself in like a storage room or something right now <laughs> <laughs> a storage room yeah <laughs> everybody listening you obviously can't watch but chris looks like he looks like, like almost he's like he's in a walk-in freezer john walk-in you know have you right, been to the is. grocery store in those big huge metal walk-in coolers that's what he looks like he's locked in <laughs> i'm taking this seriously nobody's coming in i locked it right right from the inside for sure it's cold in here but <laughs> It's quiet. But nobody's coming in. <laughs> what I want to do is, as everybody will come to know that Zach isn't on the podcast this week, but it's for a good reason. Congratulations, my friend Zach. He had his baby boy yesterday. So he's currently on maternity leave, apparently breastfeeding. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not able to join the podcast. But I'm sure, don't worry, Edgar will, will cut that out. Trust me, he'll edit that out of the podcast, I'm sure. Oh, hell no, I'm not cutting that out. Are you kidding me? So, but we miss you, Zach. Congratulations, Zach. Congratulations, Leslie. We saw the baby boy's picture, and he is absolutely beautiful. So we wish you guys the best, and Zach, enjoy the time with your little one. Absolutely. Now, I do have to tell you this, John. I sent him a message earlier today and said, hey, bro, I haven't heard from you. Are you okay? Didn't hear from him all day. And then I sent this message because there was an, an article written about us. So I sent it to him. I sent it in our WhatsApp so you could read it. And then he sent me a message and I'm like, you know, hey, man, how's it going with the baby? And did you get any sleep? And he was like, 
oh, it, you know, he's so cool. He's so badass. And I don't know what. And yeah, he's, he's so far. He's really good. He's sleeping really good. And I'm like, oh, he's just a day old. Get ready, baby. Oh, dude, for the first couple <laughs> weeks, dude, the baby's perfect, right? That's all they do is sleep for. I mean, look, we've had four. That's all they do is sleep for a couple weeks. And you think, oh, this shit's going to be easy. Everything's good and all that. And God forbid when they get a little bit older. Oh, we had our, our daughter was colicky. Uh, so or colic or whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I had one that got colicky, and it was terrible, man. Like, at 6 o'clock every night for, like, two hours. Oh, it was just, like, it was unbelievable. The only way she would be quiet would be if we got in in the car, hooked her up in the car seat, and drove around. And I would drive around, like, at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, 1 o'clock in the morning, every single night. And I'm, like, a zombie the next day for work. But it was the only thing that would that would keep her quiet. But it was worth every every second. She's turned out to be a beautiful young lady. So anyway, we've kind of kept talking over Chris. Chris, good evening. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing, guys? Thank you for having me. We're super excited to have you. So you you got any stories about colicky babies? Colicky baby? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I actually had a colicky baby, and I had to had to lay down, face up, and then and just pick her up. Just basically pick her up. She was she would fall asleep, just like dangling up in the air, and she would just be happy as can be. Probably thirty minutes, forty five minutes. <laughs> I built up some big big muscles, right. you know. <laughs> But hey, that that was the only way to put her to sleep. So that's that's what I did. I've never heard that one before, John. Look, <laughs> we, we, we think of everything. Just. No, I, I was laying, yeah, laying, <laughs> laying down, down in the bed, and I'll just pick her up straight up, top of my chest, and she would just fall asleep. I, I think it's just the way the intestines are, like the car seat, the way they're sitting down, and that's comfortable for them. And you just got to do what you got to do, you know. Now, how many kids do you have, Chris? Three, three. One is nine, eleven, and fifteen. Oh, the 15 age. Boom, boom, boom. Is a 15 year old a girl or is it a boy? A girl. A girl. girl, A girl. Yeah. So has has that light switch hit when they kind of go into that teenage year? Look, let me ask you a serious question here, Chris. How many times have you gotten the ages wrong when somebody's asked you how old your kids were? Uh, he looked at, it looked like he struggled a little no, bit, John. No, I'll be yeah. honest. I'll well, because they're bur- they change I, all the time, right? <laughs> when you got four of them, they change depending on the yeah, birthdays, yeah. right? So four of them, when you memorize these four numbers, and then one changes, and it just throws everything for a loop. I can't tell you how many times, look, and this is a confession I'll make, but I can't tell you how many times when I'm doing something important and I'm filling something out, and I have to add the names of our children. And the ages before I submit it, I always send Mama a text message and say nine, eleven, thirteen, sixteen, and eighteen, right? And then she'd say thumbs up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. But trust me, I do it all the time. Yeah, well, they're three uh, years apart, so but they change. You know, one of them changes birthday, and then they're like four years apart or two years apart, depending. You know, so yeah, that's why you, you heard me kind of trying to figure out what their age is. <laughs> It yeah. made me feel better about myself when you did that because yeah. <laughs> it gave him hope. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes you just roll That's with it because nobody really knows and you just throw Nobody's out numbers gonna know. <laughs> and you're just real confident about it. Yeah. Nine, eight, five, four, three. You were good. Who's yeah. going to know? <laughs> All right. Mine, mine just in public bash on me. If I screw that up, John, they'll very quick to correct in public. But anyways, so Chris is your 15 year old. Has, so like mine is 15 now and hits that teenage years and just, you know, she's in the room all the time. She doesn't want to talk. You ask her questions and it's one answer questions. 
And then she'll come out. She'll be really nice and really this. And then the next morning you talk to her and it's just back again to the one answer, you know, one word answer. So has yours hit that yet? You know what? Um, not yet. Not yet. She's an athlete. She kind of works out every day. Uh, she likes running. Okay. And she gets all her energies out almost every day. And she's in professional, I guess, uh, cheerleading. So they had a competition in Orlando and stuff. So they're, they're away with mom. She runs about five to 12 miles a day so i tell her kind of slow down because yeah she she just she just likes running that's awesome right now is it the world championships of cheerleading in orlando i i think so it's called summit summit Summit, yes summit yeah they i think they got third or fourth in the nation for their class for their age group i think their class yeah you know i'm proud of them proud of her achieving that that's awesome now, John, I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story that even John doesn't know. So when we moved to Prosper, John, we had a friend of Brianna that was in competitive cheer. And John out here, probably like Chris's daughter, it's like cheerleading when they're at that level, it's like super competitive. And you look at them and the things that they can do in the jumps and the flips, and it's really crazy. So this girl was staying at a foster home, not for kids, but because she was in cheerleading competition... And there was this team that she's on that's close to us. And she lived, I think, down by El Paso. So her parents allowed her to come and live with a host family, is what it's called. So she was living with that host family, but she wasn't getting along with the host family. And she was getting ready to just kind of basically go back home. So Brianna came to us and said, hey, dad, mom, you know, I have this friend and she's in competitive cheer. And her dream is to make it to world championship in Florida. Can we host her for... I think it was like another eight months and then she would go to the competition and then after that she would go back home. Being the way that we are, we're like, sure, why not? And so she came and she stayed with us. We had to drive her to practice all the time and they were practicing like four or five times a week. It was really crazy and supposedly she was on this good team. So she stayed with us. They went to the world championship and they actually won first place. So she kind of got her dream and came back to us. And I remember she came home and we were all excited and she came in and we're all hugging and she's crying because, you know, she was able to achieve. She knew since she was like nine years old that that's what she wanted to do. And so she came out and she was crying and hugging us. And thank you if you guys wouldn't have, you know, hosted me, wouldn't have had to go back home and I was ready to go back home. So it was really cool. But Chris, I didn't know how competitive that whole cheer thing is until we were involved with her. Yeah, three to four uh, times a week, about four hours a day. And last week before the uh, competition, before they flew out there, they worked out seven days a week, four hours a day. So just for two minutes, you know, for basically choreography, setting up all the uh, just synchronization between everybody. That's quite a bit for a two minutes, two minutes and a half competition. Yeah, that's discipline, man. It does. Well, it teaches a lot of good habits, right? Yeah. And they can apply that towards everything in life. Yeah. It's no joke. It really is. I've seen some documentaries and stuff. I'm not very attached with it. My daughter wanted to cheerlead and I said, nope, no cheerleading for you. I don't want you to break your neck. It's bonkers. Yeah. It's very dangerous. We just had a girl here from Prosper that was big time into cheer and she did a flip and she landed wrong and she's paralyzed from the neck down. So she has very small movement. But, you know, where we live, there's big, huge community. And so everybody stayed involved. But it's scary. It's really scary. All right, guys. So look at this. We've been chit-chatting for, shoot, 15 minutes already. And we people are going to listen to this podcast and be like, 
here's three pool guys and they're talking about cheerleading. Like, what is this podcast about? <laughs> Chris is freezing his ass off in the freezer. Yeah, right he's, he's yeah. starting we're, to look cold. About children. <laughs> we're here cheerleading about sports. We're talking about ESPN sports, right? Is this the ESPN <laughs> chat? They're going to be like, they're going to be, they're going to be flipping channels and be like podcasts and be like, that's a ESPN sports or what is that? <laughs> I mean, seriously, 12 miles a day she runs, that is just... Yeah, she's... Uh, it takes a different type of person, dude. That's she's going to be athlete. somebody. She's going to be somebody because the self-discipline and fight and to want to do that, you couldn't pay me enough to run 12 yeah. miles in a day, right? And I'm a very driven man, very driven. But 12 miles, I have no joy. It just gives me no joy. It takes a special person. So I, I believe that you are 100% blessed and she's going to be something great in life because it takes a certain type of animal yeah, already, to be that yeah, hungry to do something like that, yeah, right? It's, no, it, it's badass. So good for you. Good for you. Yeah, she already blew up a uh, treadmill, so had to buy a new one. So she's probably halfway through that treadmill. That treadmill is probably getting like 50 miles a week, 60 miles a week. You know, it's like, it just depends on how much energy she has. She just likes it. So if you like it, I mean, go for it. But I kind of tell her you have to eat enough. You have the right nutrition because sometimes she gets really tired. She still does it, but, you know, I want her to have the right nutrition also if she's going to be spending that much effort, calories, doing that stuff. All right, guys, so let's jump into some things here. If you guys have any questions that you want answered on the podcast, on our Instagram Live, or you just have some questions, go to poolnation.com. Up at the top, there's a button that says Submit Questions. You can click on that button, and you can submit your questions. John, just to let you know, we're way behind on answering a whole bunch of those questions, so we're going to get in trouble if we don't start recording some of that stuff for them. So next week, we'll have to do one for all the pool pros and answer some of those questions. The other thing that I want to talk about is that the Pool Pro Magazine 30 Under 40 nominations are open now. So for those of you that want to nominate someone, go to www.poolpromag.com and submit your nominations. This is very important because this is one of the things that our industry needs, and that is to recognize that young talent that's kind of coming into the industry. So go there, submit your nominations, and nominate those 30 under 40 and john no you cannot go and be under the 30 under 40 what kind of bugs me is you say the 30 under 40 recognizes the young people in the industry so you're implying that if you're not in that under 40 you're not young i'm not i'm not implying it i'm saying it <laughs> you know why i say it john because i'm older than you buddy so you you know i'm gonna bring you down with me i, yeah, I ain't thinking right? by myself <laughs> hey, John, they don't ask for ID, so go for it. Right. Let's go <laughs> yeah. for it. Hey, Chris, one of the things that we want to do is we want to thank you for being a sponsor of the Pool Nation podcast. We really also want to thank you for sponsoring the Pool Nation Awards. It was a great event. It was great to have you there. And you have been an amazing partner that jumped on early with us. So we really, really appreciate that. Thank you for reaching out also. It takes an effort in your part. So you guys called me up. I saw that opportunity and I took it. I mean, it looked like a good deal you guys were starting up i heard you guys talking and i said this is going somewhere and uh we were right you know took a calculated gamble and uh, you know the show is great and that was the first one and that was like one of the best shows i've ever seen in the pool industry oh awesome dude it was edgar's all preparation i think that i think it was all edgar 100 percent, 100 percent all edgar yeah 100 percent all edgar yeah i do have to confess that i was 
totally working on that today on the next Pool Nation Awards. And Chris, if you thought that the first ones were badass, wait till the next ones come up. We're going even bigger next year. We might get picked up from like news stations and shit. (laughs) Local news stations might, we're going to catch wind of the shit and they're going to broadcast us. It's going to be pretty badass. Look, a couple of things that I'm going to spoil. So one of the things that I really wanted last year was I really wanted almost like a pre-function room where we could have the red carpet with the wall and being able to interview people as they come in and take pictures. But we only had the ballroom. So this year coming up in Vegas, we're going to have that. We're going to have that whole pre-function. The pre-function area will have a bar. We'll have the big wall up there. And then John will be there taking pictures with everybody. You know, he'll be kind of standing in and taking pictures. And you're interviewing people, right, John? Whatever you say, boss, I'm doing it. (laughs) Let me know. I'll do it. So, Chris, we're super excited, and we hope that you're there coming up for the next ones. Oh, definitely. We're there. I hear you're going to have some celebrities there waiting for us to take pictures with them, right? Yep. Is that, is that true? Yep. We got, <laughs> we got some big celebrities coming in, especially in Vegas, right? Yeah. Mickey Mouse, probably. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I can't wait, man. Thanks. All right, Chris. So, for the listeners out there, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the pool industry? Well, I got in the pool industry right after high school. I was about 19. Yeah, 19. I started my a job. It was called Wild Rivers Water Park in Irvine, California, Southern California. So there I had to take care of about 2 million, 2.5 million gallons of water every day. And the park was huge. And back then, we didn't have those uh, electronic testing, you know, Wi-Fi set up, everything. So you had to walk everywhere to test the pool. So you, had to, you can't test them in the pool. You had to test them in the back where the filtration's at, all the water pressure. So I had to test them, and I was so tired all the time trying to figure out what was going on. So I kind of figured out I was walking too much, man. I was walking about 10, 16 miles a day with a pedometer. After that, I kind of took it easier, tried to figure out a better way there, but there was no better way. You just had to walk. You just had to walk and walk and walk. Every 15 minutes, you know, you have to test the pool, you have to walk all around. So that was my first experience there. After that, I was like, this is too much. So I try to figure out what to do. But inside the pool industry, I saved up a little money and I looked me up for a route, you know, 28 account route, bought it out, bought the route, started my own uh, pool service business there. From there, it's like everything went smoothly. I think it was 2004 when I started it. I was burnt out after four years. Burnt out, I was ready to get out of it because it was, it was just too much with the customers, with all the green pools, all the brushing you had to do. It was too much. So I, I kind of wanted to figure out a way to kind of get pools under control. So I started experimenting with chemicals, but never mixed chlorine and acid, people. Never mix chlorine and acid. I never did, and you should never do it. It's dangerous. Yeah, I just mixed up some minerals. It wasn't chemicals, any oxidizers or anything like that. So I just mixed some minerals around. I tested some formulations and I went through a lot of stuff that didn't work. So something started working. It was a mineral base. It was copper, silver, and zinc based. It was chelated so it could stay in the water. It never comes out of solution. You know, I gave it to my service guy friends. They said, hey, this stuff works. Uh, can you sell me some? I was like, no, I'm not selling it. Can you make me some? Okay, I'll just, if I have some extra available, so I started providing them with that, and they liked it. So from there, everybody was telling me, you know, get, get it started, get a business started. So, but I never did. Instead, I started another business, which uh, failed, but from there, this business came up because I already had the shop. When I started the other business, it was, it was uh, actually filed for a patent. It was an attachment, kind of like a hitch cover. 
but for it was for the exhaust system where the exhausts can come out, but you can show some like you know a display like your favorite football team, baseball team, something like that. So that failed after a while. We sold, but not enough. We had the whole setup, the warehouse and everything. So I was like, you know, I think it's a good time to start what you guys were saying, you know, to start. So we used that space and we set it up and then uh, we started doing it. That was about almost 2013. And then we founded the company in 2013. We were doing great for about a year. And then after a year, we got slowed down. There was a, everybody was coming after us in the industry, I guess, because we were, we were selling a lot, you know, so some other companies were coming after us. The government was coming after us. The state government was coming after us. The federal government was coming after us through the EPA, California EPA, all that stuff, all that good stuff. So we got bombarded from every side, lawsuits from every side coming in. So from there, it was kind of tough because it started 2014, all that ordeal, I would call it. So from there, we went through a lot of stuff. There was a court battle. There was uh, fighting the EPA. So in that court battle, there was a lot of stuff going on. They sat me down. They did like eight hours interrogations, you know, like depositions for to trying to get me to say something to incriminate to myself up. or something. Yeah, <laughs> that was. Uh, now, was this the EPA or would this was a, a legal battle? That was the legal battle, but the EPA was in their side in a way because they wanted to hear also what was going on. It was uh, eight hours one time, just asking me, bombarding me with questions, and then it was eight hours another time. I got pretty pretty funny stories on that. You know, when they ask you stuff, you have to say it. You have to say the truth. You have to say everything. So they asked me for my email, you know, my personal email. I was like, what do you need my personal email for? Because I, I don't know if they wanted to go and search my personal email for <laughs> stuff or like hear my email. The funny thing is after I got home that day, I started getting tons of spam. So I wonder who got my email and just started spamming and got a bunch of inappropriate website links to my email for months. I got spammed after that. So um, that shouldn't have happened that way, you know. And then another one was where they asked for our address. Back then we had a warehouse and that's where we stored our stuff and they asked for our warehouse. I don't know why they asked the question. Week after that, we started getting tons of cars driving by, taking pictures. I'm like, Ooh, what is this? Is the FBI or something like that? It's like, are they men? Who's the men? You know, who's sending? But, you know, it was, it was just, I think, private investigators. We had a warehouse where nobody would go through. You know, it was just private, completely private. And then there was cars passing by all the time, you know. There was another one, another funny story where we were going to go to trial, right, that day. They were trying to play chicken with us or something. We called their bluff. So we said, okay, we're going to trial today. You know, the owner of the other company wasn't prepared. So their attorney, I think, called him that morning. He showed up after an hour with like half sleep and then with a bag full of stuff, you know, ready for the trial. We were there ready for the trial. Funny thing happened. I knew the judge. We were going to go into trial and I knew the judge. And I told the att our attorney, I, I think I know the judge. And, and she asked me, so who's the judge? I said, she's my uh, pool service customer. I, I was, <laughs> I was just going to joke and go, you serviced her oh, pool. <laughs> That's awesome. I serviced her pool. Okay. So the other side got mad and said, oh, no, no, what, what's going on? I said, Whatever. So she, our attorney told her and she saw me and said, oh, hi, hi. And then, um, you know, we went out. Judge took about 30 minutes to deliberate to see what was going on and eventually recused herself, you know, so that was fine. And nothing happened that day, but we called her bluff and it kind of worked out for us, you know, because we didn't have to go to trial. We kind of showed them that, yeah, we're ready to go. 
they wanted our formula. And that's where I kind of drew the line. You know, we kind of fought because they asked about our formula in many different ways. You know, they're trying to get it out of me. But because that formula I had not written down anywhere, it was in my head. They could not force me to write it down or verbally say the formula because it was in my head. It had never been written down. They first wanted percentages. And then they say, okay, can you give us a percentage? I said, no. You know, can you give us the names? No. And then it's like, can you give us a, a range? Of course, I'll give you the range. One through 100%, this. One through 100%, that. One through 100%, this. And that's how we did it. And uh, what really uh, got me mad, though, during that ordeal was when when they were going after us, but not just going after us. They wanted, in depositions, they wanted all the names of our customers, which were pool service people. We were hearing from service guys, you know, telling us that people were telling them competition, telling them that, uh, you know, Blu-ray is illegal. And it's, uh, if you use it, you're going to get the EPA show up in your door and give you $5,000 fine per, per each product. So that's what kind of got me upset because one thing is going after us. Another is just going after the customers of you because they're buying from them, not from you. So that's what kind of upsetting so they did a full core press, but they never got to us. Some big distributor houses, their people were talking about, you know, Blu-ray is illegal. You know, they're not going to be in business pretty soon because they were asking for our product. That's, that's all that happened in a span of about two and a half years. So it was, it was just mentally and financially and emotionally draining, you know? I was going to say, like, you're telling the story and like, you're kind of going through it. And I think John, just because he lived it, he's over on the other side. Man, those years must have been completely stressful because you're part of a deposition and it's very stressful. It's draining. It, I've been involved in that's probably one of some of the most stressful times of my life, you know, and, and it wasn't really something that was even going to affect me. But I was just part of it for something else. But when it's against you, that's probably something scary, probably something you know, terrifying part of your life. It was worrying, uh, worrying something, not because they would stop us or anything. It was just all the money drained, all the emotional drainage happening. So it was so hard. We got to a point where we had to move out of Southern California, Orange County, because just so we can pay half the rent, just so we can cut down on our expenses. I was actually running a route and I was driving 95 miles, you know, once a week and staying down there to do my route and then coming back just so we can save that much money on rent. So it was, it got to the point where I just had exhausted all my assets, my finances. I mean, completely everything, no assets under my name and just like $43 in the bank. That was rock That's bottom. Scary. So, yeah. With three kids. $43 in your bank account and get three kids. I know you're going to get into it, but what a beautiful thing. Just listening to that story and then the hardship. And we were just talking about your daughter. No wonder where your daughter gets it from. Yeah. It takes a different type of breed to take that chance and keep fighting and look where you are now and, and what you've done. And if you would have just given up and allowed whoever it was to overcome you, then you wouldn't be where you are now. So it's just pretty amazing. You don't get those beautiful rewards or you don't get to bask in the rewards or the fruits of your labor until you really put in work and you've gone through what you've gone through. And every time I hear this story, it's, I learn a little bit more and more and more and a little bit more details, right? And it gets so much more fascinating and interesting. And I know there's probably so much more you probably don't want to talk about, right? 
we would probably be here for 10 hours talking about it from probably all the shit you've been through fighting this out. But I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm just sitting here just like listening to this. And I'm saying, man, you're a go-getter, brother. I'm glad it worked out for you. And I'm glad you're where you're at now. And that's just badass. It was just a combination of, I would say, motivation, inspiration, and just getting pissed off, you know, because when people come after you, even if you're not doing something wrong, you're, you're going to do something, you know, it's like, hey, they put you in the corner, you you, you got to fight out. Yeah, I got, got into that position. Uh, it's very tough. So thankfully, family came in, helped out, but I didn't like putting people in a position where I didn't want to burden them. I can burden myself. I can take anything, but I don't want people to fight or take on my burden. So at that point, I decided to pull back a little bit. I kind of let it go a little bit. Just let the universe, you know, whatever higher power, just uh, decide what was going to happen next. You know, I basically could not give anything more to it. So I quit. I didn't quit. I didn't quit my goal for Blu-ray. I quit the struggle. I was trying to control everything, but I found out that it's like, you can't, you can't control everything. So I had put everything out and I was just waiting for the for basically the verdict of life. I put everything out. I can't give it anymore. Just I was okay with whatever decision would come out of it. So I just, I felt that as long as I gave him my all, I had succeeded basically in some way, shape or form. So that was uh, my perception back then. So, you know, just success is just something you move towards something. Success is just basically moving towards something you want. And I was happy with my effort there. So that, that's where I was at. And then when that happened, Something funny happened when I just basically let go of everything, try to control everything. After two weeks, basically the uh, federal government came out with a statement. They sent it directly to me and basically saying that after review, after two and a half years review, we have decided that your product is what you claim it is and you are exempt from you know certain regulations. And basically they were accepting our self-described classification in the pool industry. And that was just an amazing feeling. At first, I didn't even know what it you know, really meant. I kind of knew what it meant, but I sent it to our attorney and said, yeah, you're in the clear. And then after that, just the lawsuit just came down. Everybody just got off my back, but that was something pretty magical. And just letting go of the struggle, kind of letting go of things, uh, trying to control everything. So give your effort, but don't try to control things because no matter how good your plants are, It'll never go your way. It's like there's always going to be twists and turns, and you just got to be like water, you know, try to just flow with it. So that's about it. Yeah, that's the story. That's pretty crazy, John. So forget about lawsuits. Eh, lawsuit, yeah, whatever. But when you got the EPA knocking on your door, when you have the federal government get involved, that goes to, trust me, a whole different level. And I've shared the story before, Chris, where I was charged in federal court for RICO charges and racketeering. And, and even though I knew that I did nothing wrong, working in hotels and with investors, you were always involved in some type of litigation. That pressure was... Like I lost sleep over that and I wasn't going to be in any trouble. I knew that. But you're in a place where you're struggling at this point financially. You got $43 in your bank account. You got three kids. You really had to be down and out at that point. And dealing with the EPA and the federal government and the lawsuits, it really must have taken a good toll on you. Good thing. I kind of don't don't see the circumstances, kind of let them go. I get numb after a while. I can only take a certain amount of 
stress. And after a while, just I've gotten days where the stress gets so high, so intense that the only thing I could do is just laugh about it. It's so funny how much things were just on top of you that you kind of figure out there's you can't give the same amount of stress of the amount of stress that you have on top. So it was, you know, and that helped out kind of let go a little bit, just you laugh about it because it was just so, so funny how many things are against you and you know, you can't fight them all and there's nothing you can do about them. Just wait till the next day, see if circumstance changes, you know? That was about it for like two and a half years. That's when Chris started shaving his head before he had hair. Now, if he, if he lets you grow out, it's all gray it's all and gray. white. Yeah. There is super white. thin, right? And it's super thin. It's like. Oh, that's crazy. Absolutely crazy. So, and two and a half years is a long time, John. It's not like it was six months. I mean, two and a half years is a very long time, but you have to feel very good that you're over on the other side now. You have all that behind you and now you're able to kind of run your company. Very glad that's all behind us. We kept running it. We had to stop, but after we, they gave us the okay, we ran it a hundred percent, just a hundred percent. We wasted no time. We went to all the trade shows contacted as many service guys, contacted our old customers, pool service companies, everybody, and just let them know, hey, we're back in business. And a lot of guys were, were glad. So we try to make up for all that lost revenue, you know, try to make up for all that. It took us about uh, two years to get back to where we were at because, you know, everybody was giving us for dead, you know, thinking we weren't coming back into the market. So we had to let them know, hey, we're back. We're back and uh, we appreciate go back and get a product again. A lot of guys, he said, definitely. We started doing that and everything got better little by little. And at this point now we're uh, in the big leagues with uh, Pool Nation and their show. We're in now. You're going to make us blush. <laughs> Here's a question, which kind of ties into what you were saying about what the EPA or the federal government came out and said that, hey, what you said is we find that it's accurate, you know, that your product is different or in easy terms, what is the difference between Blu-ray and let's say other mineral treatments on the market? What we did, we upgraded our product. We basically are the only silver, copper, and zinc mineral purifier and oxidation catalyst in the market. We're the only ones that have the uh, copper. We're the only ones that have solid copper and uh, silver coating, 99.9% silver coating. That silver coating helps the minerals also act as an oxidation catalyst in the water. So that's the main difference there. There's also obvious reasons we don't have a pod. At first, we were planning pods and everything, but what we noticed, the pods, they clogged compared to, you know, a lot of people ask us, what's the difference between that and, and your competitors out there? So we took the pod off because once it gets clogged up, it basically there's no water flowing and what you need is as much water flowing through the ionizer so there's more effectiveness once it gets clogged you're basically losing all the effectiveness there also what we did we separated the minerals from the ionizer there was a minerals packed inside the ionizer but what we found out is that when you have the minerals touching the ionizer and you're having them in the shelf, they were losing about 5% efficiency every month. So they were doing a reaction. So customers after three months or four months having them in storage, they were calling us and say, hey, this doesn't work the same. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So what we found out is that if you have chemicals with the ionizer metal touching, they're going to have a chemical reaction. So what we did, we separated them. We put the just the granulars in one package and then the cylinder in another package. So it's two different components. So when we did that, we found out that you could have them in storage for five years in normal, cool, dry place. And then they will last five years. 
97% efficiency in five years. So that was something we did. Also, we sell directly to the service guys. So we would focus mostly only in the service trade. And we sell about 30 to 40% lower than wholesale pricing. And we ship free one to three day shipping. It's hard to get into distribution, right? Especially when there's other products that are similar. Doesn't matter what distributor you go to, it's pain in the ass to get a product in there. Is that a route that you're looking maybe to pursue down the road, or are you content and happy with the way the distribution channels are working now that you're building up a big enough name to where you can skip the middleman and you can keep the savings and just go directly to the pool pro constantly? You know what? They've come to us and talked to us, the uh, distributors, but at this time, we're building a base. We don't want to put our, all our eggs in one basket because we know that if you, if you have one vendor or one distributor, major seller, you kind of become beholden to them in some way. And we don't want to become beholden to anybody except the pool service guys. And what we found out, it's like service guy would just want to buy from us anyways because they buy big volume. Some of these guys buy hundreds, you know, hundreds at a time, and they would never get the same deal from a wholesaler than from us. So that's where we were put in this position from the beginning, and we kind of cemented that position. And we're ahead of the competition in, in this sense, basically catering to the service guys. So our customers trust us. There's, you know, more than 90% return customers every year, and we're just building from there. I think it's just volume, but for the service guys that need one or two, three, they want convenience. We might be thinking about that, but it's because of their convenience. You know, some guys don't want to buy 20, you know, 50, 100 at a time. So they just want to be, be able to pick up one or two when they need it. Yeah, we might be thinking of doing that in the future, but we won't change our business model. We'll have the business model, whatever the service guys want. And we know they just, they want direct access to the product. Hey guys, let's do this. Let's take a quick word from our sponsors. When we come back, we want to jump in. We had some questions that were sent in to us asking about the product. So what we want to do is we want to ask you those questions for the pool pros and we will continue. The SPPA is dedicated to the niche general liability insurance needs of pool and spa professionals. As industry leaders, we'll fight for you, protect you, and be there for you. We provide extraordinary service before and after the membership and insurance is in effect. Insured members of the program get the best customer support and have peace of mind that their alliance is their voice and always fighting for their program and insurance needs. We proudly insure thousands of pool and spa professionals across the United States. With over 30 years encompassing the pool and spa industry, we know the needs of pool and spa professionals. Through the SPPA program, there are three tailored and customized general liability insurance options to pick from. For more information on our programs and insurance options, visit our site at www.thesppa.com. The sound of you continually pitching pool care poles into the trash. The sound of you using an Ultimate Pool Tools carbon fiber pool care pole for years to come. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at ultimatepooltools. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. 
You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at BluRayXL.com. Blu-ray all day. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pro's time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. All right. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking to Chris from Blu-ray XL. We're getting his story, his journey. Welcome back, everybody. How you doing? Hey, guys. Totally forgot to mention one last thing regarding the differences on the products regarding with the competition and all the products out there in the market. Another big major difference of the product is actually brought up in a pool and spa news article in 2007. It was that the uh, the competition is classified as a pesticide by the federal government. So in Blu-ray Excel, it's a mineral purifier, basically a multi-purpose flocculant. Although various products can get to the same final results, such as making water look great, Blu-ray Excel is an alternative to harsh products. And it's basically for pool owners, they want the least amount of pesticides in their pool while reducing the excessive chemical use, basically reduce byproducts and make water more comfortable. So that's one of the major differences there also. Great. Now, Chris, we're going to do something a little bit different in the podcast. And so we normally do our script and do our stuff, but we did have some people that knew that you were going to be on and they kind of sent them some questions with regards to your product. So what John and I decided to do is, hey, this is a great, perfect time to go ahead and ask the questions that the pool pros are sending to us. And I think one of the concerns that always comes up when we talk about Blu-ray or any similar product is really their fear of staining because they have metals in them. And so what's the potential of your product staining pools? You know, we're triple chelated. Basically, we don't really have that issue, but in rare circumstances, when conditioners above 100, and I would say 100, 120, maybe 150, and TDS is more than 1,500, close to 2,000, not counting salt levels, of course. Old chelated copper in the water could fall out of solution when there's high conditioner. The old copper has been there in a while and it's not chelated. That makes uh, copper cyanurate. It's, I don't know if you've ever seen, it's a purple line in the tile and sometimes like a fallout, it feels granulated. A solution for that issue is simple. You 
basically lower pH to 7.2, If nobody's swimming, alkalinity, you lower it to 80 and 70. Add any liquid stain out available in the market, about 50% of dosage. So you basically don't take out the Blu-ray minerals. Give it about a few weeks, a week or two with regular brushing, and basically everything will be absorbed back into the water. But that would last about three months, six months, up to a year. But that will kind of gives you some time to let the customer know, hey, I got everything under control, but let's plan on draining this pool sometime the next year or so. Yeah, the issue would be basically your water is pretty saturated by then if that ever happens. Your, your chemistry is pretty off in the conditioner, the saturation basically above 2000 TDS. And, you know, I have to note that even after 2000 ppm TDS, you're, even your chlorine has a hard time doing its job. So that would be the only instance that that would happen. It's rare, but our product will hold itself and won't let it fall out of solution unless extreme circumstances like that. Yeah. And I mean, it falls down to pretty much with anything. You, you got to maintain proper water chemistry and any tool, Blu-ray, any mineral, Pool RX, anything out there, whatever you're using, algicides, it's a tool in the tool belt, right? You use it, but you use it accordingly. And as long as you you know, maintain proper chemistry in the pool and don't allow your levels to become out of whack, then you can avoid those issues. The simple thing is, hey, you shouldn't have a pool with 150 parts per million of CYA it's very hard to maintain a chlorine residual high enough to kill algae. I mean, we preach and we teach Bob Lowry's ways, and you need to maintain 7.5% of your CYA in free chlorine. And when you're talking about 150 parts per million, we're looking at in order to be able to stay on top of algae, you need to have, what is that, 7, 3, 10, almost 11 parts per million of chlorine in the pool constantly in order to be able to kill algae. You know, at that point, a real simple solution, you should have already had your pool drained or diluted so that you can maintain proper chemistry. And if you use a product like Blu-ray or, or any other mineral sanitizer or any other algicide that might have copper in it, you're not gonna risk the issues of staining or the purple monster pool, right? I've seen it where it's everywhere. It's not pretty and it's a little weird, but Chris, you're right. It's not a permanent thing. You can fix it but you're forced to deal with the consequences of neglect during that time while you're trying to get it back into solution. The easiest way is just to drain part of the water right there and then, and then refill it and then balance it, and then it will fall back into solution again. But it is quite the mess, for sure. Yeah, you know, a lot of service guys are concerned that their homeowner doesn't want to drain, doesn't want to, but whoever doesn't want to put in the effort or the resources into the pool, somebody else is going to put them in. You're going to be putting in the effort. The homeowner is going to save, you're going to spend. And it's his pool. And I say this, I've said it before and I'll say it a thousand times. When a customer tells you no, it's not N-O, it's they don't know. And it's your job as a professional to help them know or understand it. And if they can't grasp the reality that vessel is a huge bathtub essentially and that you need to drain that water out in order to maintain it properly then you haven't done a good enough job explaining it to them or they're a client that you should no longer service and you should move on to somebody else that wants to maintain their pool properly i mean it's a battle that we all that we all have to face and there's this big taboo thing about draining especially out in our area california you know with the drought and everything but the truth is it costs that much more money to maintain the pool than it is to simply just dilute it or to be a little bit more careful about what you're adding and how often you're adding it into the pool. 
Next question that came in was, and this is a question we hear all the time, and when we preach about borates, and I've used borates for five, six years now, and the one of the biggest questions I get is, is it safe to swim in or can dogs drink from there? So the same question comes again with Blu-ray. If someone adds Blu-ray into the pool, they're asking, is it safe for the dog to swim and drink the pool water with that mineral in the water? Our product basically has been tested by the California EPA, which I believe is the most stringent in the world for anything. So it's been tested for dermal drinking. Basically, in the last 10 years, we've never had anybody complain. Basically, only all compliments. Yeah, we put a lot of dangerous chemicals into a swimming pool in order to make it a swimming pool. Chlorine, bleach, acid, metals. Those things are in, in itself, if you take them in their raw form, will hurt or kill anybody, will kill somebody. But we have to take into consideration that it's just a drop in the bucket compared to how much water is in the pool. And usually, for the most part, you will die of water poisoning before you die of anything else that's in the water. The human body or an animal can only drink so much water before they get poisoned. And I think it's somewhere like seven gallons of water if you drink nonstop that you actually can get water poisoning and you can be hurt and die from it. Who can drink seven gallons of water, right? I would like to expand on that, on the drinking, you know, a person or a dog, basically for the, they tell us about the copper, which is the concentration that our product has. And for them to be able to get the same amount of copper that it's in a multivitamin, they would have to drink about 12 gallons of pool water to get the same amount in a multivitamin. So that's, and if we're talking about the zinc that it has, you're probably going to have to quintuple that to about 70 gallons to get the same zinc that it's in multivitamins. But we don't recommend trying to get your multivitamins or your copper through drinking pool water. Definitely don't drink the pool water. With dogs, basically, we recommend having a bowl of fresh water there available always. So the dog doesn't find the need to go to drink from the pool water because pool water also has chlorine, has other chemicals, has byproducts, has has chemicals, compounds that have been broken down and built up into something else that we don't know. So so I think all the byproducts might hurt the dog more than any any minerals there in the water. But yeah, I we recommend just always fresh water for the dog so he doesn't find the need to go and drink water from the pool. I think I said seven gallons. I think you get after like two or three gallons, you start to get water intoxication and you start to die. It's mind boggling to think that, you know, of course, if you overdose any pool, that's a different story. Proper use. And if you use it per directions, any product, it's safe to use in the swimming pool. That's why it's made for the swimming pool. Yeah. Every chemical out there has been tested and retested and any chemical you add in the water, the solution in the water is so, so light that there's nothing in the water. I mean, they, like you said, they would have to drink so much water to even get anything that is recordable or testable in their system. So that's just not a concern, you know. We've had pools for like 70 years, 80 years, and we know that pool water is pool water. <laughs> so it, it won't hurt you. And we talk about it also, because I think the concern is also like John was saying with the borates, people have the same concern there and it's the same thing. You'll die first of water poisoning than you will <laughs> of the product. Next question that came in, what if I have copper in the water? Can I add a Blu-ray XL? Basically in general, the recommendation for our product is less than 0.1 ppm. Our product can handle up to one ppm because it's triple chelated. So there's two chelators and sequestrants. 
and bond it with the mineral so they won't let it go anywhere. It won't let it attach to anything. And then we have an auxiliary chelator. That thing goes to chelate whatever else is in the water, of course, because we don't want to get blamed for old stuff, years and years of putting other stuff in. So that helps chelate it. So we don't have much of an issue. So the I think competition says zero copper. Ours, you don't have to worry about that. You can still have 0.1 copper in the water and it will help even reduce that because our minerals are meant to basically flock other compounds. And after six months, they lose their basically repellent power. So they go out with your system. So it helps our copper not build up in the pool. If you have, let's say, close to two, I would say one, one, 0.15 or close to 0.2, we just recommend the product. It's called CU Later. It's a 4.0. Uh, it basically removes all the minerals out of the water. And then once you have a zero, even if you use Blu-ray for years, you won't have to worry about any copper buildup for about four years, three to four years if you use that product. That's only if you're getting close to 0.2 ppm copper in the water. So those will be the ranges. Below uh, 0.1, you're good. Above 0.1, you would have to assess if you need that and bring it down to zero and start from zero. So once you do that, uh, if you use Blu-ray, like I said, you won't have to worry about it. As far as when you add Blu-ray into the pool, do you have to wait to clean the filter before you add it in or can you add it in at any time? We recommend a clean filter because Blu-ray works in tandem with the filtration because it's just removing compounds out of the water contaminants. So if there's better filtration, of course, there's going to be a better removal of those contaminants. We just recommend, let's say you're waiting to do the filter for next week, but you can't wait. You can add the Blu-ray now and then you basically you can wait to clean the filter about two to four days out turnovers we recommend and then the all the minerals will get dissolved nothing will get stuck in the filter and everything will go back into the pool and then you, you can do your filter clean so i would say max a week wait or two turnovers so if you leave the pump running for about two days 24 hours straight two days in a row then you can clean the filter after two days Next question that was sent in, and this is one we hear all the time, John, and that is, is it compatible with borate? Yes, it's completely compatible with borates. They actually have very similar benefits and they complement each other in, in some ways. Sometimes what we found out is that Blu-ray Excel supercharges the effects of borates. For example, the borates reduce scaling. Blu-ray Excel compound helps reduce uh, scale buildup in the tile and the salt cells. Borates improves water quality. Blu-ray Excel is basically a water clarifier. The turbidity, we've tested it, and the turbidity goes all the way to 0.05. It's called NTU turbidity, which basically at that point, you can see a quarter if it's heads or tails, if it's all the way down 12 feet into the water. So that's how much clarity the Blu-ray provides to the water. Also, borates help chlorine last longer. Basically, Blu-ray Excel does this by removing the contaminants out of the water before they even have a chance to bond with chlorine, basically allowing the free chlorine to be more available for longer in the water. Although you don't need borates in the water, when Blu-ray Excel is present, basically we look forward to doing more tests since we've seen pros have reported to us that it supercharges the borate's effects, basically helping them save a lot less in chemicals and maximizing that 50% chemical savings they would claim. So we've seen that happen. If we can all save 50% in chemicals, maybe we can help sway the industry and help slow down all the cost out there. So we're looking to do more testing and try to figure out, see if we can work to do more research on that. Definitely compatible with borates, what we've seen, and we're still doing some research and everything looks good. 
I mean, I could personally say that we use it with borates. We've seen no ill effects whatsoever in any one of our pools. It's only actually helped. Sometimes you have those problem pools, right? And it doesn't matter what you do, and you get a lot of usage, and it's just they're a problem pool. And we have borates in every one of our pools. And borates does a great job, but it sometimes you need a little bit more, right? And we've added Blu-ray to it, and we, we like to say it kind of almost makes the pool bulletproof because, you know, borates is an algistat. It helps prevent algae from reproducing as quickly as it would usually. And having Blu-ray in the water also has copper, right, silver, stuff like that kills algae, right? doesn't allow algae to grow. So it works hand-in-hand hand with each other. It does definitely free up chlorine so that more is available to fight off and disinfect the water and to kill any algae that does come present if there is any. So we've used it personally with great success. But again, it's like with everything else, you know, you just got to do everything in moderation and do it right. And if you're using a product, you just got to make sure that you're on top of all your metrics, because if you're not, things can happen. And it's not the product's fault. It's the technician that's not paying attention to the chemistry of the water and, and doing what they need to do to make sure that it's balanced and you're using the product properly. So I can attest to borates and, and Blu-ray working perfectly in the pools together. We've gotten too good at this, John, because that was going to be my question to you. And you just kind of read my mind and boom, took it there. So, hey, guys, let's do this. Let's take our final word from our sponsors. John, Chris, when we come back, I want to get your final thoughts. The HyperPole from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care pole designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision-crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at ultimatepooltools. Pool pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at BluRayXL.com. Blu-ray all day. <laughs> 
Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pro's time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation podcast. We are talking to Chris from Blu-ray. We're talking to John. Zach is out today. He just had a baby boy, so he's out taking some time with his baby. Normally, I always go... Zach, final thoughts. I always go to him first, but you know what? John, you're it. Let's go. Final thoughts. Well, first, I want to thank you, Chris, for jumping on, especially at evening. I know you're busy and you have a family. Appreciate you coming on and and sharing your story with us. We've had the pleasure to hear it before, but we want more and more people out there to listen to it because it's a beautiful thing, right? You're a small business owner. You're one of us. It's not like you're this big old huge corporation out there, right? You're one of us. You're a pool man. You were doing your thing. You found a problem in the industry or you wanted to create a solution to something or to help your brothers and sisters out there that were out there struggling every single day and you came out with a product that works well. And usually us on our podcast, we don't necessarily always like to talk about products or to kind of push it or to sell it. But when it comes down to something that works, which your product, I can attest, truly does, especially in a time right now that we're all going through where we have, especially the last couple of years, we've kind of been flirting with the price increases and the cost of chlorine and acid and just every single chemical and all the piece of equipment that we're putting into our pools. On top of that, inflation rates, right? And just everything kind of going crazy. We just got another letter that I read that May 16th, we're going to be getting more price increases across the board. And all the major manufacturers are doing it. And I think Heritage sent out the letter that just said, hey, look, Pentair, Jandy, Lasco, everybody's sending out expect increases, seven, eight, nine, whatever percent, and they're going up. And now it's transportation, fueling costs, right? And it's always something. And prices are going up. So at what point, you know, something got to give. And if there's a tool out there that a pool professional can use responsibly in their pools, which I think Blu-ray is, that can help reduce the cost of chemical usage that we have to occur every single month, I'm all for it. As long as you apply it and use it properly and you don't use it as a crutch. And I'm just being 100% honest. There's always somebody out there that thinks, hey, look, I just keep throwing throwing something in there and I don't have to do anything. That's not how it works, right? You still need to maintain proper chemistry. You still need to maintain a good service on that pool, right? It's not a set it and forget it. It's not something that's going to make a pool perfect constantly without any extra effort on your part, but it will make your job a little bit easier. It will keep your clients a little bit happier because your pool's going to stay clearer and cleaner. And it's going to be easier on your pocketbook because the investment to put it into the pool is far less than what you save overall, especially because I don't think we talked about how long it lasts, but it roughly about four or six months you can expect from adding Blu-ray into the pool. The chemical savings that you get help completely outweigh the cost of putting the product in in by itself. So I'm all for it. Chris, thank you again for jumping on and doing this. I think it's a good product. I use it myself. We encourage everybody to reach out to Chris and, and talk to him and he can give you a way to get in touch with him and see if the product works for you and if it's something that you want to use. But again, I advise, again, when you guys use any product, just make sure that you're using it according to the manufacturer's recommendations and that you use it willingly and cautiously. 
and don't use it as a crutch. And I promise you, you will see some definite benefits from it because we have personally at our company. So thanks again, Chris, for jumping on and doing this. Thank you for having me here. And as we were talking about earlier about working towards what you want, I think Pool Nation is super valuable. It teaches teaches pool guys, uh, you know, people to look forward, to look ahead and make goals, you know, especially that episode 74 business strategy and setting goals for 2022 talks about that. You guys are developing pretty good info in the pool industry, basically information and skills that can even be used outside the industry and in their personal life. So I want to thank you guys uh, for that, for taking the time and teaching the industry. Lastly, there is uh, three ways to order our product or information, or if you want a, a test sample, we'll guide you through testing our samples and we'll guide you over the phone, text, email, however you want. We'll send you a packet with some testing samples, information, price list. To get the uh, price list and the sample, just go to our website. It's blu-rayxl.com slash contact. So blu-rayxl slash contact. Go there. There's three ways to order. You can go to our trade-only store, which is in the website. You can email us or text and call us to the phone number. It's uh, 714-340-5522. Feels so weird, right? Nobody says phone numbers anymore. Everybody's with emails and websites. Just go to the website. All the info's there. If you need to talk to me, call me up to that number also or text. Thank you, guys. That's great. So we really want to thank you for coming on to the podcast. And here's the beauty of it, guys, is when we talk about Blu-ray is just like John was saying, this is a product that was created by a fellow pool pro that was out there cleaning pools, that was out there in the hustle, that had the ability to look at something and say, hey, I need to find a solution for this problem, right? John, and we talk about it all the time. For some reason, I just Every time I see somebody create something, I go, man, how come I didn't think about that, right? I just don't have that ability. And you had that ability to go out there and see that there was a problem and try to solve it. But the beauty of it is that with you and your company, pool pros can call you, talk to you directly, and you're going to be able to coach them on how to use a product and what things to look for because you were a fellow pool pro with that pool inside that pool, servicing that pool. So anybody that's listening, if you want to try the product, you want to do any of that, I really suggest just reach out to Chris. He just gave you the phone number on here. Reach out, talk to him. And what's going to happen is he's going to be able to relate to whatever problems you're going through because he's been through it. And that's why he created the product. Chris, we also want to thank you for being a sponsor of the podcast not everybody believes in us. A lot of people think that they want to join, that they want to do that, and then they, they kind of back out. But you jumped on from the awards and you've been solid with us and you've kind of championed what we want to do, which is exactly where you were talking about. We really want to help elevate the industry. So we're really grateful for you, for the sponsorship and, and for having our back. We really appreciate that. Hey, no problem. Thank you guys. Always. We'll be there. We'll be there to support you guys. We appreciate that. So, John, I really appreciate you coming on, man. I know that you had that you have a crazy, crazy week this week with all your pools being trashed and all the winds and all that kind of stuff. So I appreciate you jumping on this late to do a podcast. You don't have to serenade me. You don't have to make me feel better, Edgar. <laughs> all right. Same shit every week, dude. I'm used to it. I'm good. You don't have to make me feel any better. Thanks, Edgar. <laughs> You know, Chris, Chris and I had talked and we were going to tell you that you look good and that you're handsome and that you, you know, that well, you're, then I know that, you're lying then, <laughs> then I know you're bullshitting me if you started doing that. 
So anyways, Chris, John, thank you so much for joining the podcast. We will catch you, everybody. John, we'll catch you tomorrow night on the Instagram Live. Chris, we'll be in touch. Thank you, guys. Have a great one. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Pool Nation podcast, a member of the Pool Nation family. You can listen to us live every Friday here at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. You can find us at Pool Nation or PoolNationPodcast.com, on Facebook, or on Instagram at Pool.Nation. And to find more info about Pool Invoice, the billing software built specifically for the pool industry, go to PoolInvoice.com. Before you go, this is what the pool industry has been waiting for. PoolManUniversity.com. It's the first platform dedicated to learning the swimming pool service and repair industry. A pool service community where you can connect and find videos on business, service, water chemistry, and repairs. See you there at PoolManUniversity.com.